folks how you doing how you feeling welcome to this week's episode of search and report i am your host drew fernie and without further ado let's get straight into the first order of business what have i been playing i've been playing a lot of nonsense um I, there's kind of like a drought right now as far as games i know i could be playing my backlog but i don't know there just hasn't been the motivation for me to keep playing some of these games to be honest I've been eyeing Xenoblade Chronicles, trying to get into that. Um, I guess I've been playing Majora's Mask. I play that a lot because it's easily accessible now through the uh, Nintendo NSO app, the N64 NSO app. Uh, but besides that, I've just been playing Pokemon Unite. I did buy the Battle Pass, so I need to kind of like justify now my, my expense in that game. Uh, also, by the way, I apologize if you hear a dog screaming outside. It's my neighbor's dog. I've been waiting to record for like 10 minutes, but it won't shut up. So it is what it is, right? Um, but yeah, I've been playing Pokemon Unite. I've been trying to get out of great class right now. I'm trying to get into expert. Um, it's been tough. It's really tough to play that game in solo queue, just like any mobile game. If you play League of Legends, if you ever play Dota, if you play Heroes of the Storm, if you played any of those uh, classic MOBA games, you're gonna know just how difficult it is to actually like rank up when you don't have you don't have a group of friends who's like you're in constant communication. And it doesn't help also that Pokemon Unite doesn't necessarily. I mean, just the Switch in general doesn't have a great uh, voice messaging um, app or just in-game voice mess uh, voice messaging. So it's a little annoying, I'm not gonna lie, but I'm still enjoying it a lot. If if it, even if I don't rank up, I'm still enjoying that game quite a lot. It, it's honestly one of the best MOBAs out there currently. It's fast paced. I mean, I, I've made videos on Pokemon Unite. Just go and check those out to see what my thoughts are on the game. Um, but I did get a chance to test Mario Strikers Battle League. Battle Mario Strikers Battle League comes out this Friday, June 10th. Today's June 6th. June 6th at the day of recording this. There was a network test that Nintendo did. Um, I'm starting to see Nintendo test out these games, at least like games that are meant to be played online, as we saw with Nintendo Switch Sports. And giving people the access to check out these games and, you know, it also serves a purpose for Nintendo for them to test the network, make sure that everything's fine before release. Um, and, you know, it's at no cost to the player, so it gives you a good opportunity to check out the game, play a demo here and there, get acquainted with the game and see if it's a right fit for you. I think it's, I think it's a great practice, in my opinion, because it's free gives uh, Nintendo the ability to test the network and make sure that they have a smooth release. You know, when people actually played the actual game, um, you don't have servers crashing and whatnot. Um, but I will say that there were a few issues with the game, but first let me go through the pros of it. It is a very fun game to play in general. It's chaotic, it's fun. If you ever played any of the past Mario Strikers, you already know where you're trying to get to, it, uh, you're, you're gonna get into. I mean, even if you played any other arcade soccer sports game, you're gonna enjoy this. Um, I was a big, big fan growing up of, uh, oh, what was that name? What was the name of that game? Sega uh, Soccer Stars or something like that. Um, it, it was a pretty intense soccer game. It was an arcade soccer game for the GameCube. Um, and I enjoy that game so much. And that's what kind of got me into Mario Strikers as well. And this game is no different. Like I, I'm, I'm excited that Nintendo is embracing more of the violent 
the violence in these sort of arcade games. I mean, it's it's. I think it's a little bit necessary if you're going to be releasing a Mario Strikers for there to be a, for it to be a little bit more violent than other Mario sports games because it is a very physical game and you know it makes sense that you can tackle Yoshi straight into an electric fence. I don't know. It's just amazing. It's hilarious to me. Um, don't worry, nobody dies. All right, nobody dies. Not that I'm aware of. Uh, but it is an extremely, extremely fun game in general. That's that's. If I was to give a gist of it, it's a it's a fun game. It is just a fun game, and I can't wait for it to release. Um, there were minimal connectivity issues when I played during the play test. Um, there was almost no lag. I think there was only like one hiccup um, here and there. Um, there were minimal graphical issues. Um, graphics are some of the best that I've ever seen in a Mario sports game. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Golf Rush was also pretty nice looking, but I think this one is one of the better, if not the best, Mario Sports game look uh, has ever looked, mostly due to this being developed by Next Level Games. As we know, Next Level Games are a developer, they're a first party developer for Nintendo, uh, and famously, they're the ones behind Luigi's Mansion 3, and if you've ever played Luigi's Mansion 3, you just know how beautiful this game looks, especially for a switch game it, it just blew it out of the water it, it, it does magic with the hardware that the switch has uh, for it to look just so beautiful it's, it's a crisp looking game the graphics are beautiful the lighting is is amazing um the environments it's just it's a great looking game if you've never played luigi's mansion 3 i implore you to check it out it is a great game it is fun and uh it, you won't be disappointed so it made sense that Super Mario Strikers Battle League would look just as good. Um, some of the animations are one of the best. I mean, I've never seen uh, Warrior. I've never seen Luigi. I've never seen Donkey Kong express so much emotion in their animations um, in a while. You know, a lot of it, a lot of Mario games uh, have been very formulaic in animations and styles and all that. Uh, but this game kind of, I, I feel Nintendo gave next level uh games more freedom to do what they want with the characters and and i appreciate it because some of the some of the goal celebrations are are hilarious they're amazing the emotions that you see in some of these characters faces is just is funny is endearing is is charming it's just it's great it, uh, that's one of the biggest things that i liked about this game however there are some cons the the, the controllers are not as intuitive um i will say they are a little bit challenging to pick up if you've never played this sort of game um but i think if you played even fifa before you might be able to pick this up pretty easily it, it, it is it, i think it does have a little bit of a curve you know to to really start enjoying the game to really start scoring goals because there is a challenge behind that that's not necessarily a con it's not necessarily a negative um but i can see people kind of getting um I don't know, just uh, convinced out of checking out this game after doing the tutorial and whatnot or playing like one exhibition match. But I assure you that once you get it, once you understand what each button does, you will not have uh, an issue navigating the game and uh, actually getting better with it. I mean, it does take skill. And I mean, these sort of games are skill based. So it is it is just exciting in that part. A con, and this is more of just uh, the network test and the way that Nintendo did it. Um, Although it was great and fun, I think the network test was badly implemented. 
they forced you to play 2v2 online with complete strangers um you couldn't play 1v1 so you know you weren't just the only person in charge of your team um so it was a little bit confusing at times um it made it a nightmare to figure out what character you're controlling because each each uh each team has if i'm not mistaken four characters to control um excluding the goalie yeah it's it's two people trying to control four characters um and at times when you're switching characters uh that other person might have already selected the character you wanted so you in your mind you're kind of thinking that you are controlling that person but you're not really um and it doesn't help also that the naming uh, conventions in the game when you know when you're actually controlling playing the game um it's just it, it's just numbers it, and it's really confusing it gets confusing extremely fast um i think nintendo kind of missed the mark on this there's no reason for the for the for the characters to not have your name like your username in the game online on top of them to better see who you're controlling you know it, it's difficult just to figure out what number you are and trying to keep that number in your head the whole time you're playing and then once you you for example you end that match and then you re replay another match um that number might change so now you're getting confused and getting your numbers mixed and uh it, it, even though it highlights the number that you're meant to be uh you're meant to be in the match it still gets confusing really fast it can be too chaotic at times um, and at times it was a little bit difficult to follow what was going on at times I couldn't see where the ball is was. I couldn't understand what was necessarily going on. At times I didn't feel like my tackles were hitting or I didn't I didn't think they were as responsive. Um, and at times you, you were just like left in a mess. If a lot of people are trying to chase the ball and especially in such a small playing field, it, it gets hectic really quick. Um, and and uh, I know that's not necessarily an issue. I mean, it is the nature of the game. It is a very hectic sort of sport and especially an arcade soccer game. Um, but it just, it, it got a little bit overwhelming at times. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it is what it is. Um, I think the only way that some of these things could be fixed is to make the now, first of all, make the naming conventions a lot more easier to follow and also to make probably the, the pitches, the, the actual, the, you know, the playing fields a little bit larger, a little bit wider. I think it'll make everything a little bit better. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's necessarily the only issues I have as far as gameplay. One thing I will touch upon, and I think it's mostly due to the nature of this sort of game, um, it's the music. A lot of the music sounded like royalty-free music. I mean, don't get me wrong, some of the remixes of classic Mario music were amazing. I mean, the Super Mario World remixes, I think there's a Luigi's Mansion remix. They all sound amazing. They're great compositions, and, and it just, it, it actually made me really happy to hear them for the first time. Uh, but half of the time, the hard rock kind of themed music throughout the whole game sounded a bit too, like, dull, repetitive, uh, monotonous. Um, and a bit, like I said, royalty free music ish. You know, it sounded as if they weren't using real instruments to record a lot of the music. Um, I know a lot of composers, you know, try and use MIDI instruments, you know, electronic instruments or you know, computer generated uh, instruments. So um, a lot of that could 
can be a little bit apparent at times when playing this game. It didn't take too much away from the experience, but me, I mean, I'm a musician and, and I kind of picked that up and, and music to me is a huge part of why I play video games. And, and it, it kind of irked me a little bit, just how cheesy and cheap some of the music sounded. But besides that, it's a great game. I think people are gonna have a lot of fun with it. Um, if Nintendo fixes these little things, I hope they do. I mean, I'm, I'm very skeptical and, and I don't think they, they'll fix them, but still, I think the, the biggest uh, downfalls of this game are the naming, uh, the way they name characters on the, on the pitch um, and just how chaotic it can be at times. It might put up some people off of the game. Regardless of the, the lack of characters at, at launch and the lack of uh, fields and, and pitches, um, I, think, I think it's still a great game. Um, obviously, it would have been great. For there to be like, you know, in Smash, there's stage hazards. I think adding field hazards would have been a, a great idea. I mean, I, I'm already complaining about how chaotic it is, but I, I think uh, instead of the items having like stage hazards or field hazards would have been a way better compromise. But um, all in all, I'm very excited for this game. I can't wait for it to come out and uh, I might be picking it up this week, if not next. So, yeah. But yeah, folks, without further ado, let's get straight into the first news item of the week. Um, we're slowly getting back to the swing of things, um, especially with Summer Games Fest coming along. There's going to be a lot more announcements coming out in the, in the following weeks. Um, one of the bigger announcements that we got was Sonic Frontiers gameplay footage. Um, as we know, Sonic Frontiers got announced, I think, earlier this year, if not last year. Um, people were speculating that it was going to be open world. It was going to be, um, you know, very unconventional to what the Sonic 3D franchise was. And you would be right. Um, but we finally got to look uh, a closer look at what Sonic Frontiers is going to be looking like. Uh, I'm not going to lie. I'm not a big fan of the way it's coming out. I'm not a big fan of the way it's looking. It's a little bit rough, in my opinion. I mean, it's obviously it's a Sonic game. Most 3D Sonic games are, you know, they look pretty rough in general. Um, don't get me wrong. My one of my favorite th uh, 3D Sonics is uh, uh, turn this down. Um, one of my favorite 3D Sonic games is Sonic Adventure 2 Battle. Even though it's a janky ass game, it's still it's still really. Uh, um, a little disappointing to look at this this game um especially in 2022 and and you know the time that sega has had to to work on this game but um this this really this first gameplay showed off a lot of the combat um you know the way that sonic is going to be fighting throughout the overworld it also showed us uh, some movement it showed us what the world is looking like and i think my biggest gripe with this is just how barren a lot of the 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 world looks um it just it looks like those unreal engine trailers that you know sonic fans would make and say you know hey this is what sonic could be and sega actually put you know thought into their games and i'm not a big fan i'm not a big fan of this look i think it takes away a lot of what makes sonic sonic you know all the the environments um just the fantastical areas that he often visits um i don't know it, it, it looks a little bit weird some of the enemies kind of remind me of like horizon zero dawn enemies but at the same time there were like these 
orbs or balls of electricity that that the play the the trailer showed you'll be seeing it if you're watching the video version over on on spotify if you didn't know spotify now lost video podcast so that's exciting uh and yeah it's it's i don't know i don't know how to feel about it obviously i i won't be able to give a good um opinion about this game until i've actually played it um uh, but some of the character designs they're a bit weird and i think they they don't necessarily work in the sonic universe and i mean we'd have to see first i think the story is going to play a big part into why this game looks a certain way and why it looks like this but um yeah um i'll link down below the uh trailer the the gameplay the combat gameplay that ign posted um for this new sonic game 3d game um it it's it's weird it's weird it, it's it's a little janky it looks like an early build um i'm still excited i'm still gonna check it out because like i said sonic 3d is one of my favorite kind of games as as you know i think it's one just how bad some of these games are you know from sonic 3d 3d sonic games i think that's the charm behind a lot of them um but we'll have to see we'll have to see if if it's actually you know a step in the right direction of or if it's just again the sonic team doing what sonic teams have been doing for the past 10 years or so but we shall see we shall see it's kind of, it's kind of a shame that sonic being such a big franchise and such a big character i mean as big as mario um doesn't get the love it deserves at times in some of their games so um that's just the frustrating part of uh, this whole thing but uh, we'll have to see i mean there's no point in, in saying what we think about it until we you know since we haven't played it but uh we can kind of make some first impressions at least from this trailer um and i'm not i'm not that excited to be honest um all right moving on forward uh, we also got a new look into the Pokemon Scarlet and Violet games coming out later this year um, from the Pokemon Company and Game Freak. Um, and I will say I'm very excited. As you all know, I'm a huge Pokemon fan. I kind of fell off Pokemon after, I want to say Ruby, like when Ruby dropped. Um, I think that was the last Pokemon game I ever played to completion. And then it took me up until Sword and Shield to get back into it. Or actually Pokemon Go. Like around Pokemon. Pokemon Go dropped. I started getting back into it. and started learning a lot more of the newer Pokemons. But like to get fully get into it. It wasn't until Pokemon Sword and Shield. And I didn't even buy it the, the year that I came out. I actually waited till 2020 to get the game. Um, and ever since then I've been playing all the Pokemon games that I've kind of been missing on. Um, I've been playing Pokemon Y, Pokemon um uh obviously i played shield uh i played uh shining pearl uh i i'm playing uh pokemon let's go pikachu at the moment and uh yeah it just kind of sparked another a uh, uh, un- sparked my interest again in the pokemon series because i grew up with that series it's one of my favorite franchises ever i mean i grew up watching the anime um and to be honest scarlet and violet is looking really good in my opinion it's looking like pokemon is taking the steps in the right direction and i'm excited to see what the pokemon company and game freak actually does with the next uh, pokemon iteration uh but we did get a little bit of a, a closer look into this new game 
this uh the the next generation in pokemon um and it, to be honest it's looking pretty nice um one of my biggest concerns with the pokemon games are always graphics i know it's not it's not a big part of the games it, you know graphics it is what it is it's pokemon what else are you going to do like you can't expect them to go from the handheld uh, uh handheld series to be looking amazing in 3d but i will say that scarlet and violet is looking a little bit less rough than when sword and shield was first presented and i hope they continue with this um i did a whole breakdown of the trailer and a reaction up in my channel i'll link it um if you're watching uh the video version on spotify um either way go ahead and check it out on my youtube channel um, and I will say that some of the animations are looking very good. Um, face animations look amazing, in my opinion, for some of these characters. Um, but if one of the biggest things, one of the biggest parts that I'm more interested in finding out about is the co-op. It looks like you can play the story mode with up to four players. Not too sure what the limitations are going to be with that. I don't know if it's going to be something like an Elden Ring where you only like... Uh, if you want to play multiplayer, you're only confined to a certain area. Um, there's usually uh, an invisible fog wall that you have to, um, you know, disconnect and then reconnect passing that fog wall. I'm guessing so the, the, the game kind of uses its assets and reloads, uh, you know, uses some of the some of the processing power more effectively. So it's not loading the whole map for four people, you know, at the same time. So. Uh, but we did get to see some of the trading animations, some of the battling animations. We got to see some new Pokemons here and there, which people went crazy for, which was Lechonk. Uh, fun fact, in Spanish, the um, the word Lechon is uh, baby pig. Um, it's also a dish in Spain. It's a roasted pig, which is kind of fucked up once you think about it, because Lechonk is a pig. It's a new Pokemon. It's, they're calling him Chunk. And they're also calling him like a chunky baby pig but at the same time i don't know they're talking about the the spanish dish since this region is based off spain i don't know it's, it's kind of weird it's kind of weird and, and and if you're not a spanish speaker you probably were like oh you know he's they, they call him that because he's chunky no it's, i think it's deeper than that um the legendaries to me they look amazing um somebody said i don't remember where i heard this but somebody said that um the legendaries may be you know, writable, you might be able to write some of these uh, legendary Pokemons because as we saw the Scarlet uh, legendary Pokemon, I forget their names. They're called Caradon and Maradon, something like that. Um, the one for Scarlet has kind of like a tire texture. It, it basically looks like he has a tire on his chest. And the one for the Violet version actually has engines on the back. So people are speculating that these uh, Pokemons will serve as sort of a mount. Um, if it's true, I hope it's an actual thing that you can do across the whole area. I would imagine since they say this is, it's a fully open world game. And I think traversing from one area to the other is going to be kind of annoying if you don't have a mount, if you don't have a bicycle. Um, so we'll have to see, we'll have to see just how they implement this part. Um, but I'm excited. I'm very excited for the, uh, the, the, uh, the the release of this new pokemon game and yeah i can't i just can't wait to see what's uh what's actually gonna happen here uh but here uh nintendo Live kind of summarized a little bit uh the trailer and some of the stuff that also the pokemon company and game freak published on the website um as far as co-op um here's what they got from the website 
Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet allow multiplayer gameplay with up to four players, along with series staples such as trading and battling Pokemon. You'll be able to explore the various locations of the region in these games with other players. You can discover new Pokemon and explore unfamiliar areas with your friends and family, opening the door to an adventure more precious and fun than ever. However, if we know anything from Pokemon is to manage your expectations because, I mean, they did say that uh, there gonna be there's gonna be a fully wild open area and it just ended up being like secluded areas in the map um some of the multiplayer like co-op options in in sword and shield was i don't want to say they were bad but it, i i think i i just expected a lot more when i first saw the game so um it's just my cynical pokemon brain you know you just can never expect a lot from pokemon um, but i hope i'm wrong i really hope game freak proves me wrong and and i hope that this game is actually the step in the direction that people have been wanting pokemon to go for ages now you know more like uh open world more like multiplayer focus mmorpg-esque um but uh we'll see we'll see what 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 happens what what's gonna go um what what the future holds for the pokemon uh franchise going forward uh, but I'm excited, you know, I'm excited just, just off of this short little three minute trailer. I'm, I'm more than excited and I, and it's turned me into a, uh, sort of like, let me wait and see buyer to a more of a, oh, is, this is going to be a first week purchase. So, uh, the game's coming out November 18th, be on the lookout for more information on that. I'm sure they're going to drop a lot more information leading up to it. Um, and I can't wait. I can't wait to be honest. Um, now for a sec, our third, actually, our third news item of the week. This one is kind of ties into, um, uh, hold on. I need to take a little, a little sip. Um, Junichi Masuda is leaving Game Freak for a new role at the Pokemon company. As you all know, Masuda is one of the founders of Game Freak. There, he was one of the, uh, uh, the founders. He, he created the, one of the first game, one of the first game, he created the first games, um, and he's also been a longtime composer of the Pokemon series. I mean, he's done everything, anything that you can imagine at Game Freak and for the Pokemon games. Um, Masuda has had a, 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 a hand in it. I mean, he's, there's even like a breeding, uh, a strategy in the games named after him. So, um, this news was huge and it was a little bit unexpected, especially because it happened, um, I think around the same time that the trailer uh, dropped for uh, Scarlet and Violet. Um, however, I mean, it's not all bad news. He is going to the Pokemon company. Um, at the same time, I don't know what this means for the future of Game Freak and the Pokemon series. Um, some people are saying that this is good because now it's letting new people come in with new ideas and kind of like change the formula. Pokemon is too big to change the formula, I think. I think it's not... The sort of game, uh, the sort of franchise that is going to allow itself to innovate so much um, because they do have deadlines to follow. They have certain strategies to follow. And I think the anime is one of the huge, one of the biggest factors in the way that these games turn out. So I think y'all are being a little bit too uh, positive, in my opinion, too, too little. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what to call it. Just y'all are expecting too much. I'm going to say that. 
Uh, but here, Nintendo Live does rep uh, report that Junichi Masuda leaves Game Freak for a new role at the Pokemon Company. He said, I appreciate your continued support in my new role. The Pokemon Company shared this statement about the news on its website. TPC, the Pokemon Company, is pleased to announce the appointment, the appointment of Masuda as its Chief Creative Fellow, effective June 1st, 2022. What does that mean? I don't know what Chief Creative Fellow does. I don't know what the responsibilities are behind it. I'm guessing he's going to have a bigger role in creating the world of Pokemon rather than just making the games for it. Um, I don't know. I may be wrong. Uh, but Masuda has served as a managing director at Game Freak, the original creator of Pokemon, until May 31st. As one of the founding members of Game Freak, he was involved in the development of Pokemon Red version and Pokemon Green version, supporting the development of the subsequent Pokemon video game series for many years. Masuda will utilize his deep understanding of the Pokemon brand to develop new services and products at the Pokemon Company, tapping into his years of experience and creative thinking. Here are some comments from Masuda himself. I have served as the director of, Pokemon, of the Pokemon video game series, starting with Pokemon Ruby version and Pokemon Sapphire version, up until Pokemon X and Pokemon Y. It was involved in the development of many video games, including Pokemon Go. I would like to express my heartfelt thanks to all Pokemon fans. Going forward, I hope to transcend the boundaries of video games by trying to offer greater surprises, fun, and excitement to people all over the world while doing my utmost to connect people, expand the circle of play, and help and to help bring about a richer, a richer world for us to share. I appreciate your continued support in my new role. Um, I don't know what creative fellow means necessarily. I don't know what the responsibilities is. Like I said, it might be a bigger role in the world of Pokemon. Um, I, I, I was always a little bit confused as far as who has creative control, who comes up with some of the Pokemon designs, and who kind of dictates the future of Pokemon. Um, whether that be the Pokemon Company or actually Game Freak. I know they both kind of own um, some of the Pokemon shares, some of the Pokemon IP. Um, but, you know, Game Freak being the originators, like, I don't know. I just never understood where um, the responsibilities and the roles and the grander scheme of things fall. So, um, I don't know. It might be him stepping back and taking more of a uh, a macro management approach rather than you know just focusing on the video games um, but regardless i really do hope that this means that game freak is gonna implement some new ideas like i said i'm expecting we're all expecting a little bit too much from game freak but um i i think as long as he stays in the company in pokemon i don't think it's it's gonna be a huge deal or, or a big change in the grand scheme of things but we'll have to see We'll have to see. I, I'm really excited for the future of Pokemon. I think the future of Pokemon, ever since Arceus, I mean, even since Sword and Shield, I think, them implementing the wild areas, um, them even letting you move around your camera in the wild areas, um, that sort of thing. I mean, Game Freak and the po just the Pokemon series in general had to change and adapt in so many ways in such a short amount of time um, when they decided to move away from the handheld market and into the console market. Um, so a lot of these changes have been happening pretty quickly and um, I'm just excited. I'm just excited to see where it's all gonna take us, you know? All signs though lead to good things if LeChonk is uh, proof of anything of that, so. I'm excited regardless. I'm excited. I'm just excited to have new Pokemon games, to be honest. 
That's 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 all I want. That's all I want in the future. Uh, now for our last news item of the week, we got the Summer Games Fest happening this week. It's starting this week. If you don't know, the E3 uh, conference uh, was canceled for this year. I think this is the uh, second year that they canceled or the third. I know they did a digital only. Um, I think it was last year because they did cancel the 2021. So I think this is the second E3 they canceled. And, and people have been speculating that this might be the end for E3 in general. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the future holds for E3. But um, yeah, it's it's it's. I think it's, it's exciting because uh, the ESA has been messing up. I think E3 kind of lost its way in, in the in the just in this, their success so much that they kind of lost uh, direction and, and what they were really all about. And it made it a little bit, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I, I thought it became less of an industry event and more of a, a consumer event. And I just kind of lost all interest in it, to be honest. And once people started doing their own thing, like Nintendo doing directs and Sony doing their state of play, I was like, what's the point of an E3? Why am I even watching all this stuff so um i don't know it, it might be exciting um that the way summer games fest is is implementing a lot of these these things but we'll see uh, but there is um an official schedule now come come out that um a summer games fest is happening obviously this week um but everything is going to be online you can watch everything online for free don't you go paying for nothing or anything don't get scammed out there um but some of the uh, uh, some of the people, some of the publishers that are going to be in Games Fest this year are the following: We got Xbox, Bethesda, PlayStation, Two K, Activision, Atlas, Bandai Namco, Bluver Team. I don't know who they are, but shout out to Bluver Team, Capcom, Coffee Stain, Deep Silver, Devolver Digital, Digital Extremes, Dotemo, EA, Epic Games, Focus Entertainment. Uh, Frost Giant Studios, Humble Games, Level Infinite, Mediatonic, Mihoyo, Shout Out Genshin, Netflix, Raw Fury, Samsung Gaming Hub, Sega, Skybound Games, Square Enix, Steam, Studio MDHR, and Warner Brothers Games. As you can see, Nintendo is not part of games, a summer games fest this year. What does that mean? I don't know. I just think they're going to be doing their own thing. Uh, I just hope that they don't delay their announcements or their directs just because of summer games fest happening i think that'd be um kind of counterproductive in my opinion but we'll see we'll see how it works um so far these are the games the conference times if you want to take out your little notepad and write this down uh we got the uh, summer games fest opening showcase and day of the devs which is happening on the 9th of june it's happening at 11 a.m pacific 2 p.m eastern um that same day we got devolver digital doing a direct at 3 p.m pacific 6 p.m eastern the next day we got netflix geek week gaming i don't know what the hell netflix is doing in this conference i don't even know why they're part of it i mean besides what they're gonna announce like another video game series or something i don't know i don't know what they're doing in this whatever but they'll be on the 10th of june here uh they'll be presenting at 10 a.m pacific at 1 p.m eastern on the tribeca game spotlight on 10th at noon pacific and 3 p.m eastern and then we got one of the bigger one uh one of biggest developers um finally 
confirm we got xbox and bethesda games showcase happening on the 12th of june at 10 a.m pacific and 1 p.m eastern 12th of june that is gonna be a sunday Ooh, that's gonna be rough i don't know i don't know if i'm gonna be able to watch that i'll probably watch it but like i'm gonna be hung over as hell because i have a wedding the day before so um <clears throat> Yeah, um, Summer Games Fest happening this week. We're going to start to see a lot of new announcements. Um, I just I think Capcom and Sega just announced that they're doing a sort of presentation, I think, tomorrow, the 7th. Um, so be on the lookout for that. I'm sure I'm going to be tweeting about it. So um, make sure to follow me on Twitter if you're on the tweets. Um, but yeah, folks, that's pretty much it. I got nothing else to talk about. Um yeah i think the biggest thing is that we got super mario super mario mario strikers battle league coming out this week this friday i'm excited for that it's looking promising um we got scarlet and violet which is looking pretty promising in my opinion but i'm gonna manage my own expectations november 18th can't come fast enough um sonic frontiers looking rough as always shout out to sega um and yeah masuda just taking another role um I, I i just wanted to include it because we got a lot of pokemon news this week but um i really hope it means change is happening at game freak but good change not necessarily just you know a, a change in the in the you know in the roles but things are going to stay the same like a change of the order i don't know what they, they call it change of the you know when guards change you know like the royal family changes their guards like i don't know every 12 hours or some shit you know they're still doing the same job but they're changing you know so it doesn't necessarily mean any change I i'm hoping that analogy makes any sense <laughs> but whatever um games fest be on the lookout for huge announcements this week and i'm guessing next and going forward um i think it's going to be just throughout the whole summer so we'll see we'll see it's going to be exciting i think it's going to be an exciting summer um i think we're kind of coming off of the you know the pandemic a little bit so a lot more games are getting released i think game developers are catching up to their schedules um but i just hope that they actually uh deliver with some of the promises and expectations that they might deliver throughout the summer but all, all for this to say just breath of the wild too man just just give us more shit on that come on nintendo we need another direct shit you announced this game like three years ago that's crazy man and it's only a sequel and it's using the same engine and it started out as a dlc that's crazy this game is gonna be huge watch me be fucking disappointed as hell but whatever folks i've been true Fernie. if you like this video if you're watching this on you know spotify uh, please make sure to go ahead and subscribe to my youtube channel uh links are in my description they are everywhere and everywhere just search for true fernie um my youtube channel is, is growing by the day so i'm sure you'll, you'll catch it you'll find it pretty easily um if you like this video this podcast please give me you know come and subscribe um also please make sure to follow me on twitter where i spend most of my waking hours and i just tweet the stupidest things and i debate gaming and shit um also please make sure to follow me on twitch where i try and stream pretty regularly I'm getting into this flow of things a little bit more games are coming out more stuff that i can stream on uh stream you know play god i can't talk 
Uh, good thing I don't, you know, try to do this for a living, right? Speak for a living, but whatever. Um, also, make sure to join our Discord server. We talk anything and everything. Gaming, anime, TVs, movies, etc. You will enjoy it. We have a little nice community going on there. Also, make sure, please, if you're listening to this, if you're watching this on Spotify, I don't have to tell you, but listen to our to our weekly podcast called search and report our logo is a game boy with the words search and report up on top you will not miss it i can assure you right also join my uh, join subscribe to my second uh, youtube channel i have a spanish gaming channel um where i talk mostly what i talk on my main channel but you know in spanish because i am bilingual la racita but yeah please make sure to subscribe to that as i'm trying to grow garner a wider audience and and have a a, a bigger uh influence and you know the, the language that i grew up speaking <laughs> i don't know what i'm trying to say right now but folks i've been trefernie please take care of each other but most importantly take care of yourself peace i'll catch you the next week there's gonna be a lot to talk about a lot to talk about all right peace